Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Come on, you can celebrate Jesus in this Praise house. Praise the Lord, ACC. Make a joyful shout unto the Lord. A joyful shout unto the Hallelujah. Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, amen. Wow, wow, wow. Hey. Hey. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> All glory. To the most high God. Hallelujah. All, all glory. All glory to the most high God. We want to thank the Lord. He is deserving of it all. And you know, his grace and his mercy keeps us. His grace has saved us. But his mercy keeps us. So when we sing, great is your mercy towards me. Your loving kindness towards me. Your tender mercies I see. Day after day, kindly be on your feet forever faithful towards me, and you're always providing for me. Great is your
he was there for you. You know that God always meets you in a point of need. And we may not realize, but he provides for us constantly. Even when you are standing now, he provides bread for you. When you are standing now, He provides sound mind to you. Even where you're standing now, He provides your heartbeat. He provides. And we may not realize, but without God, we are nowhere. So sing this song. If it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? Where would I be? Father, Father Lord Jesus, we do not always realize, oh Father God, who you are. But Lord Jesus, as good news has come, may we receive it, oh Father Lord Jesus, in its full capacity, oh Father God. Father, we honor you. We give you the praise, oh Father Lord Jesus. Father, I pray, oh Father Lord Jesus, have your way. Have your way. Have your way. Do as you please, oh Father Lord Jesus, and meet everyone at their needs. In the name of Jesus, shout a big amen. amen. Praise the Lord, church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First of all, it's a great privilege to stand here. And I want to thank the leaders of this house, Pastor John and Mama Grace. Mama Gracious Grace, I call her. And we want to bless them where they are. They are now at Nijmegen. We want to bless them. So send a blessing unto them in the name of Jesus. And we also want to thank the leaders of the Church of Pentecost, our chairman and our national head and our area head, we want to thank them. We want to thank, I want to thank the presbytery, the wonderful leaders of District City Church. And I want to thank all of you. And it may sound odd, but I want to thank you for your loyalty. I want to thank you for coming here every Sunday in the house of the Lord, knowing that you are a part of the body of Christ and that we can come together and worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. So I want to thank you. 
for your loyalty to the Lord in Jesus name Amen. Amen it is a privilege it is a privilege to be a part of the body of Christ and as I said we may not always understand but the Lord has chosen you to be a part of it so do not take it for granted that you are sitting here because God has chose you and when he picks something he will make it great as that he is you will reflect who God is in Jesus name amen, amen. as the team of the month is saying good news has come good news has come so it means it's past sense it's already here and it's here to stay and we are thankful that the time of salvation is now Amen. the time of salvation has come and our Lord Jesus he has brought salvation to us because he loved us so much he loved us so much so that we can have everlasting life and we do not have to perish but we have everlasting life in Jesus Christ and this is the good news that we are spreading with all its benefits. Yes. All its benefits. Say all. All. All its benefits. All is all, all. All is not a little. All is all. So receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. We want to dive in the word of God. Quickly, we want to recap also last month's theme because there is something hidden in the letter glory and a month is only 30 or 31 days but you know that the Lord's mercies are new every morning so it's continually it will move and it will grow and it will evolve and it will you know it will never stop so we're going to recap a little so we all know that the letter glory is God's fullness, it's his beauty, it's his splendor, it's his idea, it's his opinion, it's his brilliance, but also his greatness. And that was hidden in the temple. So, Sister Veronica, can you please read for us Haggai chapter 2, verse 9, NKJV, in the name of Jesus. Haggai chapter 2, verse 9, and I read in Jesus' name. The glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former says the Lord of hosts and in this place I will give peace says the Lord of hosts amen amen the glory of this latter temple so the inside of the temple shall be greater the glory was inside the temple and it was it will be greater and greater is now so that means that the glory involved from what it was to what it is now and we all know that in Colossians 1 27 it says Christ in you the hope of glory they couldn't say that in Haggai they couldn't say that even in the Gospels but we can say it now Christ in us the hope of glory and can we also read 2nd Corinthians 3 verse 18 in the Amplified Version 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, and I read in Jesus' name. Amen. 
And we all, with unveiled face, continually seeking, seeing as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, mm. are progressively being transformed into His image from one degree of glory to even more glory, mm. which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Amen. Amen. This passage says it all. And we all with unfilled faces. So it means there's no covering anymore. There's no covering anymore. So that means it was hidden at first for us. But as we have come to Christ, we can see. We can see. And it progressively, it changes. It evolves. So that means even though you're maybe a, a new young Christian or you do not know everything from the Bible, you will grow from glory to glory, from grace to grace. Amen. You will always grow. Hallelujah. Amen. The glory was made possible by the cross. When Jesus died, I don't know if you guys remember, but when Jesus died, the temple, it broke down. And the veil in the temple, it split in two. Why did it split in two, the veil? It split in two because there was access. And there was access now so that it cannot stay in the, in the temple of the ladder, but it will come to you and me. Amen. It was an opening of a pathway so that God's glory can live in you and in me. So the cross, it had to, it had to um, do, it had to become because otherwise the glory couldn't be in you and in me. Hallelujah. Amen. And we are thanking the Lord that we are now his living temple. So that means we are containing God in everything that we are doing. We are containing God. And we are thinking that the salvation of the Lord God is here. And it's for all to see in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to read a passage. And it's in Acts chapter 9, 1 to 9. And after that, we are going to the same um, passage, but then 17 to 18, please. Yes. Acts chapter 9, verse 1, and I read in Jesus' name. Then Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priests and asked letters from him to the synagogue of Damascus, so that if he found any who were of the way, whether man or woman, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is it is hard for you to kick against the goats. So he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. And the men who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice but seeing no one. Then Saul arose from the ground, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no one. But they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And he was three days without sight, and neither ate nor drank. Verse 17. And Ananias 
went his way and entered the house and laying his hands on him he said brother Saul the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you came has sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit amen please the first 18 to 18 immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales and he received his sight at once and he arose and was baptized amen amen god bless you immediately there fell from his eyes something like skills and he received his sight at once and he arose and was baptized saul later became paul was against the truth of jesus christ he persecuted the church he persecuted the body of christ and he was spiritually dead. But we, but when you receive Jesus Christ, you cannot stay the same. You cannot stay in the same place. You will be forever changed. And the skills fell from his eyes. And we know that when there's your skills on your eyes, you are blinded. You cannot see. And that is what's happening around in this world. They do not see Christ. They do not see it because they have skills on their eyes. But you and me, we need to come like Ananias did and pray for them so that the skills will fall from their eyes. Amen. So that they may see Christ in yes. his full capacity in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's read 2 Corinthians 4, 3 and 4 in the name of Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 and 4. And I read in Jesus' name. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, mm. whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Amen. Amen. But even if our gospel is filled, it is hidden. It is hidden to those who are perishing. It is hidden for them. Because the God of this age, the God of this world, Satan, as we may say, the thief, as we may say, he has blinded them. And they do not believe. But the light of the gospel of the glory of God should shine. And because this light is on the inside of you and me, we have a task. We cannot sit on it. Our elders spoke last Friday at Bible Academy. We cannot sit on it. We cannot keep it for ourselves. We have to spread this light because the world is perishing yes. and they are blind. But we have a task in front of us and we need to... Do as the Lord is asking us to do. Amen. We cannot sit on it. Do not be selfish with it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Saul was blinded because the God of this age blinded him. Because he hadn't received the light. But until the light came. Until the light came. The gospel was revealed unto him why did God 
came to Saul. He was a murderer. He was persecuting the church. He was doing everything that God didn't want him to do. But the Lord wants the world to come to the knowledge of who he is. Yes. Because Jesus loved us so much. Eternal life is something that he wants to give to us. But we have to accept him. And God is so gracious that he meets you. He meets you even where you are. He meets you even where you are. Yes. He met Saul where he was. Saul was going to Damascus to take the people into captivity. To really destroy the church. But God interrupted him with light. And that is what we need to do. Because this world is perishing. It is. But we can take people out of darkness and place them into his marvelous light in the name of Jesus. Good news has come. Good news has come. Good news has come. And for us who have accepted Christ, we are now the Jesus that they meet we are meeting the needs of the people who are perishing salvation is in our hands and when we are giving salvation skills will fall from their eyes Amen. in the name of Jesus mm. there is only one purpose and that purpose is having everlasting life and we thank God for his grace that we can have everlasting life. And because you and I, that we are saved, we are no longer slaves to the systems of this world. We are no longer slaves to the systems of this world. And you know the systems of this world are designed to steal, to kill and to destroy. To steal your peace. To kill your joy. And to destroy your heart. That is what the systems of this world are designed to do. And you know what? God didn't make us to suffer. He didn't create you and me to suffer. Even though you might feel bent down or in pain he didn't create you to suffer and you need to come to the understanding of that that when he gave you salvation he gave you salvation for life Amen. he gave you salvation so that you don't have to be bound but that you can stand up straight and say this is my father this is my God and he will fight the battle for me. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 
Let's read John 10, 9 and 10. John in chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. And I read in Jesus' name. Mm. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Amen. 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 The God of this world, we can call him the thief. The father of lies. Satan has an agenda. And the agenda is to deceive man. So that they will not come to the truth of who Christ is. We all know that the absence of light is darkness. The absence of light is darkness. Yes. The absence of light is darkness. And we are the light of the world. Amen. So we need to go into the world and preach this yes. gospel. So that they will come to the knowledge of who Christ is in the name of Jesus. Amen. We are beneficiaries of everything that God has. He created us in the purpose of who he is. And we have all spiritual blessings. So we can do this. We can do this. Yes, we can do this. You have the power to do it. You know that God has a character. So sweet his character. Wow. And you know also that God has a certain charisma. And when we read about that, because of time we are not going to read it, but you can write it down. God's character, it's standing in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. God's character is standing in Galatians 5, 22 to 23, because that is the fruit of the Spirit. We have the fruit of the Spirit. And then we also have His charisma. So we have His appearance. You may look at your neighbor as a mere human being. But... On the inside of your neighbor, there is God's charisma. And those are spiritual gifts. So do not take your neighbor also for granted. Because they are containing God. Hallelujah. Amen. When we receive this gift, we need to use it for its purpose. As we receive a gift, we are using the gift for its purpose. We are not just letting it stay there. We are using the gift for its purpose. And because God has given us this gift, let's use it for its purpose. Let's not sit on it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's go to our anchor verse of this month, and it's Luke 4, verse 18. Luke NKJV. 
Jesus' name. Luke 4, verse 18, and I read in Jesus' name. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. 19. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Amen. 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 The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And it's visible. Because he has anointed me. He has unleashed me. He has catapulted me with great power and with speed to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight of the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Salvation is here for this reason. To make rich instead of poor. And poor means life is absent. And even our brother Kanye said on Bible Academy, to be poor in this context has nothing to do with the lack of money. It has everything to do with the lack of righteousness. Righteousness means right standing with God. To be poor is a lack of righteousness. To be poor is a lack of right standing with God. But salvation is here. Salvation is here for this reason. To heal the brokenhearted. And among us there are people who are brokenhearted. Even though they are living their lives, they are broken. They are broken. There is always a cloud of sadness hanging over them. They do not function well. When something is broken, it doesn't function well. But salvation is here. And today I proclaim to you. That the Lord is able and available to heal your broken heart in the name of Jesus. Salvation is here for this reason. There is liberty for those who are captive. Bound by sin. Bound by sin. You cannot break free from sin. You cannot break free from those thoughts, those impure thoughts, those suicidal thoughts, those acts. You cannot break free. You cannot break free from the lies and you cannot break free from the addictions. You know that this road, it will lead to death. But salvation is here for you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Salvation is here for this reason. To recover the sight to the blind. We already spoke about it. When you are blind in life, you will stumble and you will fall. And because there is no sight, 
there is no vision. Because there is no sight, there is no vision. You cannot discern. You do not know whether it's good or bad. You do not know whether it's right or wrong. You are blind. You are just doing whatever. But salvation is here. Amen. It's now. For this reason, salvation is here. To set liberty to those who are oppressed. For people who are oppressed, there is a weight on their shoulder. And you know what? The weight can be by your own decisions. You can put weight, more weight on your shoulders because of your decisions. But you know what? Weight can also be on your shoulders because of your surroundings. Some people put weight on your shoulders. And they can put weight on your shoulders because they are influencing you. They are so connected to you that they can put the weight on your shoulder. And you're going oppressed through life. Oppressed to life. Oppressed to life. Not knowing where it comes from. But it can be by your surroundings. And it's sometimes it's even your family member. Sometimes it's your friend. Sometimes it's the relationship that you are in. That is making you oppressed. Sometimes it's just habits that are making you oppressed. But you know what? It says in 1 Corinthians 15 verse, 1 Corinthians 15 verse 33, it says, Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Evil company corrupts good habits. So the oppression on you, because maybe you are blind to see, you don't have sight or vision, you are going oppressed through life. But salvation is here. Amen. And salvation is here to set you free. Yes, amen. Salvation is here to let you stand up straight. Salvation is here. So that you have vision to see what you have to do. You do not have to be influenced by people. The word is enough for you. Amen. The word is enough for you. Salvation is here for you. Salvation is now. Amen. Let's go to our other anchor verse mark 16 verse 15 and then we are going immediately to romans 10 14 and 15 mark 16 chapter 15 uh, mark, mark chapter 16 verse 15 and i read in jesus name and then he told them go into the go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone amen amen romans 10 14 and 15 Romans 10, verse 15, 14 and 15. And I read in Jesus' name. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? 
And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the scriptures say, how beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news. Amen. Amen. Romans 10, 14, 15 and KJV says, How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they haven't heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they have been sent? And it's written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace. The good news of peace. Who bring glad tidings and good things in Jesus' name. Amen. For us who have accepted the good news, we are beneficiaries of this life. And this life is reflecting. It's reflecting the good news. We are carrying everlasting life. And it has to be shared and spread into this world. Amen. He loved us too much. And he wants to spend eternity with us. This earth is temporary. One day, all of it will fade away. If you come to the knowledge of the truth, you know that taking this good news in its full capacity will secure you forever and ever. Amen. Let's go to this last scripture. And it's 2 Timothy 4, 1-5 in the NLT version, please. Timothy chapter 4, 1 to 5. And I read in Jesus' name. I solemnly urge you in the presence of God and Christ Jesus, who will someday judge the living and the dead when he comes to set up his kingdom. Preach the word of God. Be prepared, whether the time is favorable or not. Patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching. For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching teaching they will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear they will reject the truth and chase after myths but you should keep a clean mind in every situation a clear mind in every situation don't be afraid of suffering for the lord work at telling others the good news and fully carry out the ministry god has given you amen amen this is our job. You should keep a clear mind. And do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. This good news that salvation has come is for everyone. It is for the people at your school for the people at your job. It is for your family. It is for the people on the street. And we have a mandate to preach this gospel. As we are sitting here in the church, it's somewhat easier, somewhat easier just to preach about Jesus. 
And outside it's somewhat harder to do it because they are blind and they cannot see. But be encouraged. Be encouraged that whatever God has placed on the inside of you, it is from Him. Amen. It is not something that you can say, oh, this is from myself. I will do it. Yes, I will. I will go and, uh, and do my own thing. No, it's something that God has given to you. Yes. And when God gives you something, handle it with care. Handle it with care. Do not be selfish. Taking all the spiritual gifts for yourself but not sharing it. Spread this news. Because salvation is the good news that we have to preach out into this world. Amen. I pray in the name of Jesus that you receive this power. I pray in the name of Jesus that you may receive whatever God has placed on the inside of you. Amen. Do not be discouraged. For those who are maybe going oppressed by the weight of life. For those who are maybe broken hearted. There is a solution. Yes. And the solution is here. Yes. And if you want to accept it. Jesus will meet you Amen. where you are. Amen. He will meet you at the point of need. Let's all be standing on our feet. from your shoulders will lift up the weight from your shoulders will remove the skills from your eyes so that you may have vision will heal your broken heart because this is what he says in his words there is healing right now there is healing in this place open up your mouth open your mouth in prayer and pull down the any Lord stronghold in the name to of heal Jesus. you. We pull down any stronghold in the mighty Every name of weight. Jesus. There is healing Every right weight now. of there life. There is a lifting up. 
that is oppressing you. There is a lifting up. In the name of Jesus, we are lifting it up. We are lifting it up in the name of Jesus. Father, we are praying for salvation. We are praying for vision. We are praying for provision. We are praying, oh Father Lord Jesus. You do not know right from wrong. You cannot discern whether it's good or bad. I want you to lift up your hands. I want you to lift up your hands up high. And I want you to trust in the Lord. If you feel that there are skills on your eyes that you do not know right from wrong, that you cannot discern, lift up your hands. The Lord is going to do something new in your life. But you need to receive Him as He is. Receive righteousness. Receive the gift. Receive good news. Father, I pray, oh Lord Jesus, Jesus, that for those, oh God, where there are skills on their eyes, that you meet them right now. And may your light, oh Father, Lord Jesus, fill them in the name of Jesus. Father, those who are oppressed, oh God, Father, Lord Jesus, lift the weight of their shoulders in the name of Jesus. Father, those who are poor, they do not have right standing with you. I pray, oh Father, Lord Jesus, righteousness is here. May you receive righteousness in the name of Jesus. to ask for all of you who are here who haven't accepted the Lord Jesus in their lives. Everything that I said was just a blur maybe for you. Maybe because you were blinded or you cannot hear. I want to ask you if you want to accept this Lord in your life, if you want to do as his word is telling you to go into the world and preach this good news, of your hands if you want to accept the Lord Christ in your life lift up your hands so you may receive him 
lift up your hands and you want to receive the Lord Christ, you can come into the front and we will pray for you. If you want to receive this God, you know that this world is perishing. You know that this world is coming to an end. And you want to receive the Lord God. He is meeting you right now. He is meeting you now where you are.
from the verse 2 and it says it is this good news that saves you if you continue to believe the message I told you unless of course you believe something that was never true in the first place I passed on to you what was most important and what has also been passed on to me that Christ died for our sins just as the scripture said he was buried and he was raised from the dead on the third day just as the scripture says this afternoon the good news is that Jesus Christ died for you this afternoon the good news is that he died for you according to the scriptures that is that if you believe in this message that you will never perish but that you will have everlasting life the good news is that you don't have to do it on your own but that Jesus Christ has done the work already for you so if you want to receive good news this morning if you want to receive good news this afternoon kindly come to the front kindly come to the front good news is for you and everyone that receives good news your name shall be written in the book of life so with all hands lifted up we are saying these words we are saying this prayer and the Bible makes us to understand that if you call upon the name of the Lord that you shall be saved so repeat these words after me Lord Jesus Lord Jesus Lift up our two hands, my brothers and sisters. With the entire church, we are with both hands lifted up. Lord Jesus, I thank you. Lord Jesus, I thank you. I thank you that you died, that you were buried, and that you resurrected on the third day. I thank you that you love me to die for my sins, to die for my sins, and give me eternal life. I believe in you. I believe in you. That you are Lord over everything. Be Lord over my life. Be Lord over my life. Be my Savior. Take away my sin. Take away my pain. Take away my guilt. Take away my shame. And give me your righteousness. From this day forward, I will follow you all the days of my life. I turn my back to sin and I turn to you. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, fill me, fill me, fill me, fill me with your power, fill me with your presence, fill me with your love, fill me with your light. Teach me all things about you. I love you. Shout a believing amen in this place. Come on, we can celebrate in this place. 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 Hey! Reason why we celebrate. The angels right now. The angels right now. The angels are celebrating. We have come to understand that in this very moment, angels are all over this place. And they are celebrating because Jesus now, he lives on the inside of you on the inside of you, my brothers and my sisters.